people back in the Shire. Turn your porch lights off because we're coming home with a trophy. Hey there, welcome to Sharkcast Pod, a podcast dedicated to the greatest sporting club in the history of the world, the mighty Cronulla Sutherland Sharks. This show is brought to you by Dyson Logistics, the Royal Motor Yacht Club in Port Hacking, and Jason Hawes of Crips and Crips Real Estate. My name is Sam Shinazi, an OG from 2015. This is our 10th season of podcasting. Thank you so much for sticking around on this journey, or if you're just joining us now, thank you very much. Hopefully we can keep you for the rest of the year, a bumper year ahead. I cannot say Happy New Year because it is Larry David Kerb Your Enthusiasm time and we can't do it. It's too late in the year to say Happy New Year, but this is the first show of the new year. We weren't planning on having a three or four week break, but we ended up doing that for different reasons. A lot planned for our listeners throughout the year, some of what you know, some of what you don't know, and we've just got things we hope we can tick off as we go along. More importantly and most importantly, having fun documenting wins for this team this year. It's going to be a great year for the Sharks. And this episode's short and sharp. It's it's a bit of a, hey, we're back, welcome, and buckle your seatbelt on, in, whatever the saying is. But also, there is some news around, uh, Braden, Hamlin, Ueli in particular in the news, and we've got a bit of mail to get through as well. Apologies about the voice. It's a little bit rustic, a little bit worn. I spent the last two or three days uh, recording a new album. We're well into it. I'm not sure what percentage of it's done, but we've done a lot of it in two or three days, and I've been singing over and over again in a vocal booth. So, excuse the voice. It feels fine, but it's just a little bit worn in sound. Braden Hamlin Ueli. Let's get to him. According to the SMH, the Warriors have offered Braden Hamlin Ueli a three-year deal from 2025, so next season, worth around $2.2 million. That may coincide with the Warriors' Adam Fenua Blake coming to the Sharks. I mean, he's definitely coming our way next year. We know that. But they're now chasing, but the Warriors are now chasing Braden hamlin The Sharks have made an initial offer to him. It was a small increase above what he's on now. It wasn't near this amount the Warriors are offering him. So the Sharks can counter that and there's some time to stake their claim. But that's a lot of money for Braden Hamlin to consider. It's a big contract. I'm guessing the biggest contract he may get in his career. And he's got a lot to think about. Uh, Family back over there and... Basically, they see him as the replacement for Fenua Blake and their enforcer for the future. Now, this isn't a done deal. The Sharks aren't just going to let him go. I would find it hard to believe they're going to match the offer, but it's not a done deal yet. What I will say is that the rumors of the swap happening this year in 2024, my latest mail is that that's not a thing. That's not going to be happening. My own opinion on that is that the only way it would happen, the only way, would be if Fenua Blake arced up and demanded it. And even then, there's no guarantee that would happen. But I think that's the only way it could happen. But my latest mail is that it's not happening this year. This is the NRL. 
it is the WWE of sport and anything can happen. It is a soap opera. It could change like the wind. But currently, what I'm hearing is it's not going to happen this year. Hamlet and Yuli will be a shark in 2024. Fenua Blake, a warrior. As far as contracts go, the Sharks have Toby Rudolph signed till the end of 2026, Royce Hunt till the end of 2025, as well as Tom Hazelton to the end of 2025. Off contract, along with Hamlin Willey, are the likes of Max Bradbury, Jesse Colquhoun, Tukuhai Tapua, and Jack Williams. So that's when the money ball slash calculator situation will become vital because do we want to keep Hamlin Ueli? Absolutely. I think he's a great talent. He's shown over his time at the Sharks, his improvement, his maturity on and off the field. Has had some injuries, unfortunately. But in my mind, in a lot of ways, in a lot of categories, he's the best forward we have. However, we have Fanua Blake coming in the same year that Hamlin Ueli has the option to leave. Fanua Blake, touch wood, is going to bring aggression. He's going to bring offload. He's going to bring leadership on the field. He's going to be an enforcer. So Hamlin Ueli is still very much needed, I think. But can you spare him because of the contract money situation? Toby Rudolph, I think, will be really, really improved next to Fanua Blake. Royce Hunt has shown a lot of improvement on the field in the past year. And he was rewarded with a contract. He's with us until the end of 2025. Now, we haven't seen him play even the minutes that Ueli plays. And you wouldn't say Hamlin Ueli plays big minutes, but Royce Hunt certainly doesn't even come close to that at the moment. Not to say he can't, but he doesn't at the moment. I would be stunned if we let Jack Williams go. Stunned. I'd be very surprised as well. I'll say the word stunned if we let Jesse Colquhoun go. Some of the other players I've mentioned, they're on much smaller contracts, so it doesn't really matter too much about the money factor if they were to be resigned. For example, a Bradbury or a Big Tooks. As far as Hamlin Ueli goes, I mean, I'm not going to imagine what's going through his mind, but from my interactions with him over the years... I don't think it's a done deal saying I'm going to go back to New Zealand on more money to play over there. I think he is the sort of person that may say, I'm happy here at the Sharks. I've got my own foundations here on and off the field. I'm earning good money. If you guys want to uh, stay true to the contract offer you have given to me in the past month, I think there's a chance he might take it. I know that sounds silly because the money elsewhere from the Warriors is significantly better, but I think there is a part of him that may show or may want to show loyalty to the Sharks and also the fact that he's pretty settled in the area. Now, that's that's just an opinion, and, and I'm not going to... I would never sort of tell you that's what's happening. I just think it's an option. I just don't think it's a done deal if the Warriors go... Here's the money, here's the contract, come on over. He may also want to play next to a guy like Fenua Blake. 
it's really going to be fascinating to watch this one over the coming months. I think when he's fit, when he puts games together, I think he's a great prop. I really enjoy his work, Hamlin If the Sharks can somehow keep him and Rudolph, and then obviously Fenua Blake they're keeping for a while, they have a really good forward pack. And that's half the battle, right? I'm, at the moment, if they can make it all work financially, I would be leaning towards keeping him. But we can't offer him what the Warriors are offering him. So that's my my asterisk next to that comment, is I don't want to match the Warriors or even get into a bidding war with them. Because as much as I like him as a player, and as much as I like him as a character of the club, you can't be paying a whole bunch of forwards that kind of money, really when you have other superstars around the team who also demand more money than that. So that's just how the business is. We know that. Let's play this one out, see what happens uh, when we have more news on it. We will get to it. There's not much more to report on that. If it is, it is just speculation at the moment. But my latest mail from this morning of recording this is that it's definitely not happening this year. So if, you, so if you're putting that one out on the, uh, on the internet or whatever, at the moment, it's a, it's a no. Of course, that could change. Of course. Football. We will have some preview episodes for you uh, as the season gets closer. We'll be doing some depth chart type episodes, which we've been doing annually for quite a while now. And of course, we'll be covering all the trials and everything happening within the club on the field. Particularly, we will be uh, giving you our thoughts and opinions on it. Speaking of thoughts and opinions, let's get to some mail. Apologies if some of this is a little bit late from the uh, writing point of view. I want to say thanks to John for being in touch. He really enjoyed the episode with Dave Riccio, and he says you do a great job of giving a positive view of the Sharks. I look forward to the pod going onwards and upwards just like the Sharks. That's from John. He wrote to us just before Christmas. Thanks so much for that, John. A positive view of the sharks. I hope it's positive. I don't. I don't come in here and do it on purpose. I think I just want the best for the club, and I try and keep, I guess, some of the negativity away from the pod. In the sense of, I don't know, don't know how to describe it right now. But just like I've I've heard that from other people. Oh, you you put a positive spin on things. I don't. I mean, I'm <laughs> I'm not the most positive person in the world. Just as a spoiler, but also. I I think when it comes to football and and the media, you know, one of the absolute main reasons we started this podcast was to was to flick the switch to get a different perspective than what the mainstream media were giving the Sharks in particular, obviously, around the twenty fourteen time. So maybe that's where my positivity comes from. But yeah, it's obviously not always going to be positive, but I'm glad you feel that way, John. I really appreciate you writing in and saying so. Now, Neil says, thanks for another great year of Shark Cast Entertainment for us diehards. Special thanks for the 12 Wishes of Christmas episode. Always good to hear the School of Sharks thoughts for the coming season. Looking forward to the next season of Shark Cast. Abba, baby, that's from Neil. We had a ton of fun recording the Christmas episode. If you haven't listened to that, I know... A bunch of you have. I saw the numbers for it. If you haven't listened to the last episode, it was a Christmas episode. I think there were five of us in the one room and we had some thoughts from the other guys via 
written correspondence. So it was a bunch of fun. Clinton Maynard was going nuts about everything, and and we had a lot of laughs. So if you want to hear our 12 wishes of Christmas for the Sharks for the new year, uh, you can just jump back one episode, and that's where that will be. Alan has written to us after listening to the Christmas podcast. He says, after acquiring Fenua Blake for the 2025 season, only one forward, in his opinion, becomes redundant, and that's Dale Finucane. Now, this was written before the news of Hamlin Ueli possibly going elsewhere. Just to clarify that for Alan. He does say Finucane should lose his position at lock to, to Cam McInnes. And then he'd also like to see Talakai become a bench player. Uh, he also says, when you were discussing Blake Braley's game, you neglected to mention Sam Healy, hooker for the Jets and for lower grades at Cronulla. I thought we mentioned him, Alan. I apologize if we didn't. I thought, I swear we mentioned Sam Healy a little bit during the last podcast, but we're all fans of his when he's ready to go. I've heard that uh, he's training really well and he's put on some weight and he's a very gifted hooker, Sam Healy. And we've spoken about him on the show before, so definitely no disrespect to him. I, I think he's probably next in line to be perfectly blunt ahead of other people i think he's the backup in my team i don't know a few of the other shark cast boys have said the same thing you also say as for shark park it must be retained at all costs it's owned by the club and they should find a way to secure some financial backing to make the improvements for the patrons what's the use in having a new leagues club and moving it to a ground that is not adjacent now you said adjacent i said adjacent up, up, and cheers from Alan. Yeah, I mean, some of the some of the guys on the show, as you would have heard, have some strong beliefs about the future of Shark Park, and it all revolves around the fact that uh, it can't modernise in any way. And I don't have that opinion. I I would keep them there no matter what. Uh, but I'm also the same person saying we do need to improve things. So some of the other Shark casters are more blunt. And they would make the move in a heartbeat. Now, that's just the opinion of the other guys. It's not a complete opinion of the podcast itself. If we did a vote amongst the seven regulars, it would probably be favouring staying at Shark Park. So, But there are some, some of the crew, and I, I obviously let them say whatever they want, uh, whenever they want. That's why Alan has written in saying keep the Shark Park at all costs. And I, I agree with you. It's, it's our home. I, I don't want to see us play anywhere else ever appreciate your thoughts anyone else wanting to get in touch we'll be doing episodes more regularly so uh, if you do get in touch sharkcastpod at gmail.com via email at sharkcastpod on facebook twitter and instagram Uh, looking at a few other ways to do some social things this year and just other ways to spread the word of sharkcast we really want to have an even bigger year want to make it the biggest year we've had uh, the pod keeps going up and up and up, but we want to keep taking it further. So if you know Sharks fans who you think would like this podcast and they're not listening, please get them to give it a try. It doesn't have to be this episode, but one, maybe one of the more fun ones. And we just want to keep getting listeners every week and just keep building. And we want to really make the most of this. Uh, this is the time to make the most of Shark Cast because because we just love doing it and because the Sharks are in a great place on the field and somewhat off the field as well. There's a few things there off the field that 
could be debated, but we're in a good place overall, I think, and I think it's going to be a fantastic year. I'm, I'm, I am quite, to quote John, positive about this year's chances on the field and obviously relies on things like injuries not being a factor, but I think we've got a pretty strong squad and that will only get better next year when Fanua Blake comes. But we've got a whole year without him to get ready for him and hopefully we can create some magic and some history this year. I say it a lot. I mean it every time. Thank you so much for listening. As I said, grab one of your friends, family, neighbors, workmates who don't listen. Send them a link to another episode. They might like what they hear. They might not like it as well, to be fair. We'll talk to you real soon, as soon as we can, I promise. Take care. Up, up, Cronulla. Watch lights off because we're coming over with a trophy.